We haven't done this before, have we? Not mid-season. We did a wins draft a couple of years ago before the season as a way to replace the over-under pod. Um, and so instead, we did a draft with me, you, Jeremy, and Chris, where we each took, I believe, let's see, 30 divided by four is seven. So we each took seven teams, and then there was two non-taken teams. And they both yes. ended up with the worst two records in the NBA. And we then calculated wins throughout the year. Um, so what we're going to do is, with the remaining schedule, predict, or I guess pick, 15 teams each. And we're going to pick the teams we think will win the most amount of games. We'll try to do a wins draft between the two of us. Now, one difficult part is some teams have 25 games left. Some teams have 22 games left. Um like the Knicks have 22 games left. The Sixers have 25 games left. So obviously there's the calculation that one team has more opportunities to win games. There's sure. also the, which teams are going to tank, which teams are going to arrest guys, which teams are going to have stuff wrapped up, which teams are going to have stuff to play for, which I think added a new wrinkle then into my research of looking at schedules that made this kind of fun. So I, I'm, I'm curious how this goes. As am I. Um, I just want to point out that like first half, the first half, like we're, what we've seen so far is if history is any indication, certainly not uh, necessarily a predictor of what may could maybe happen in the second half. Um, for example, last season, um, the team that finished the first half of the season with the second most wins the Golden State Warriors, after the All-Star break, they were tied for the 18th most wins behind your New York Knicks. The Warriors went 11 and 12 after the All-Star break after starting the season 42 and 17. And then it could go the other way as well, where you have a team like the Raptors that before the All-Star break last year was 32 and 25. They finished um, 16 and 9. Uh, we can look at the Atlanta Hawks. Even speaking of speak of the devil, Atlanta Hawks were twenty eight and thirty before the All Star break last season. After the All Star break, they went fifteen and nine. So, like, you get so you get a fair bit of variance here. Um, I don't know that there's any rhyme or reason to this, other than maybe look at who made a trade, trades, look who's coming together, look who's net rating is better than their wins on the season so far. Um, and you brought it up. Look at who's tanking. Um, so I guess last thing I'll mention going back to last year, the Portland trailblazers before the all-star break last year were a bad, but like they could hold their heads high 25 and 34. Uh, after the all-star break, they were two and 21. So there you go. I think the Warriors are a fascinating case to bring up because just like last year, Steph Curry was injured and that's why they were actually six and 12 during a stretch. And then he came back and they won their final five games. And I wonder if we're headed towards something similar this year where they are kind of riding the wave while he's still gone. And then maybe they get hot right before the playoffs, which propels them to a level you think they can get to. Um, and where I've I been, when I, where I've been avoiding, uh, saying I think they can still get to. Um, but, you know, we'll see. This is, uh, I think this is a good uh, creative way to predict the second half or to 
look ahead to the second half of the season. Or I guess it's not even the second half. The second, it's really actually the the, the final quarter is the yeah. closest. It's it, we're past the two thirds mark. Two thirds mark was like. Well, for some, for some, as you said, for some teams, the two thirds mark was like two, three games ago. For the Knicks, it was like five games ago. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, enough with semantics. Who's getting the first pick here? It's a great question. I gotta <laughs> go get the deck of cards, but they're on the floor. So hold on a second. Okay. I mean, you could just think of a number between. No. Okay. We have a process. We, we, what is a world without rules, John Macri? Okay. I okay. This is not 1984. All right, you ready? I, I'm as ready as I will ever be. Your card, John Macri, is, you can read it out loud, the Joker. All right, that makes sense. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> Your card. That was a dig. Is. Um, the King. There it is. King That's is appropriate. Yeah, but it's not as good as the... Jack. Oh, well. <laughs> You're close. You should get like a three. Yeah. And we're going back and forth. Pick them. So it's not going to be um fine. Snake. That makes life easier. Yes. In a two-person draft, you don't do snake. Um, so you get to go first. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go ahead and try to not overthink this one and I'm going to take the team with the best net rating in the first half of the season and with the most wins uh, of the first half of the season and I'll go with the Boston Celtics the Boston Celtics okay I think like they they're uh, among most NBA teams I think they are on the Thibodeau side of the scale in terms of rest and how often they rest guys which is to say they don't really do it that said, I could see them maybe being a little bit more selective with their rest down the course, down the stretch of the season. Uh, their coach just got uh, official. Well, their interim coach just got named regular coach. I don't know what that, if that plays into it at all. But like, yeah, I feel like, will they have the most wins from here on in? Probably not. But I feel like they're the safest bet. Funny you say that because so they have 23 games remaining. They have the 10th most difficult schedule. Yeah. And I will say uh, the rest part is not a factor for me because I think they're, they're going to have to fight for the one seed. And I do think what they showed in the playoffs last year, even though they ended up winning three road games against Miami, is that the home home court's going to matter in this playoffs, especially if they're, they want to go up against Boston. <laughs> so I think they'll play out the string. If anything, it's like one or two games at the end. They might rest if they have something clinched. But um, I'm a, yeah. I was a little... With the with the, they're gonna have to fight all the way to get the one seed. I wonder. Well, I don't. I wonder if there isn't maybe a little bit of regression coming from one or more of the teams that are chasing them. That's all I'll say. Well, speaking of the teams chasing them, now nah, actually I'm gonna go to the West, and it might surprise you a little bit. And I'm I'm fully playing the numbers here. They have the 25th most difficult schedule, which then translates into the. sixth most easiest schedule remaining. Um, And they have 25 games left, which is the most out of any of the teams on this list. So I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies with my first pick. They still have three games against the Rockets, a game against the Spurs, um, the the Trailblazers. They also play the Magic, although the Magic have been more feisty, but that game is in Memphis. 
um, there's some there's some easy wins and potentially a, a path to 55 wins again for the Grizzlies. So I'm going to take them first. 